from all their distress, God rescues the just. It's a line from the 34th Psalm, and it applies to the stories from the scriptures today. The Lord rescued Abraham and Lot from the fiery destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. The Lord rescued the apostles from the storm on the Sea of Galilee. And so the Lord will rescue us from every tempest that threatens to overwhelm his disciples as we journey through this world. We can take heart that no matter how wicked a society or a culture or a nation becomes, God rescues the just. In our nation, a new tyranny is rising up, not an attack of tanks or bullets, but a revolution of speech and ideas and words. The borders of our country are guarded most securely when human dignity is defended in law, taught in schools, and promoted in families. You see, today the front lines of defense are a kind of terrain unthinkable to just generations of citizens before us. The very existence of man and woman is called into question. Father and mother are terms increasingly scrubbed from our nation's vocabulary. The unborn and the elderly are dehumanized. And anyone who would dare make reference to the divine creator are increasingly denied meaningful participation or even a voice in civic life. But from all their distress, God rescues the just. We can put our faith in this line of scripture. We can trust that God is with us and God blesses us in good times and in bad. We also need to remember that while God rescues the just, we are also meant to heed God's commands to find places of refuge, to find peace, to find places of safety and goodness. For example, Lot had to pack up his family and begin the trek to the city of Zoar. Lot and his wife were commanded not to delay or look back upon the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. We know Lot's wife turned back and was not saved. The spiritual meaning for us is that we must never look back fondly on sin or have any affection for sin to come before our eyes. We must go to where the Lord calls us. We must do what the Lord desires. In the gospel as well, the apostles are called to bring their fears to Jesus. They're called to bring their distress to the Lord God. Not out of terror or discouragement or despair, but in a spirit of faith. That no matter how big the storm looks, they can simply turn to Jesus, ask for help, and he will save them. He will lead them to safe harbor. Because only he has power over the storm. We as disciples of Jesus, who have been made just by faith, we must both trust in the Lord's presence in our trials and also heed his commands. How are you and I called to act and to work and to help others find refuge, especially from the storms of tyranny? First of all, parents should create safe harbors for their children 
to learn how to swim in the shallow waters before the large waves break over them. The waves of our culture, the waves of social media. Little ones do not need smartphones, nor do they need web-enabled devices, unless there's comprehensive controls and monitors. Older children should take part in frank conversations with their parents about healthy relationships, about the goodness of the church's teaching on sexuality, about how to listen to God's voice in the heart, and about how to go against the cultural tide. Workers in the world of business, industry, and domestic life should refuse to compromise with the modern twisting of language. Men who have children are called fathers. Women who have children are called mothers. Marriage is between man and woman. And human rights are not concessions sometimes granted by a government, but imprinted by God onto each individual person when they are created. For those who are elders of our nation, they have a particular duty. Our elders are called to be sacred keepers of memory. They should share their stories. They should exhort the rest of us to sacrifice for the higher good. They should teach us how to trust in God at all times. And our elders have a special duty to remind all of us in a prosperous nation about what are the futile idols that tempt us whether it be wealth, success, or prestige. Today, as we pray for our nation, we put our trust first and foremost in God. Nations will come and go over the face of the earth, but Christ Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Whatever storms may come, God will rescue the just.